0: You're watching The Tesla Life, live with your host, Mark
1: Cudlin! Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Tesla Life number 308, this 24th of May, 2023. Welcome, everyone, and just saying, is first in the chat room, so (laughs) hello to him. But... uh, I wanted to say that every time I listen to that intro, more and more, and I'm thinking I'm, I'm entering the ring in an MMA uh, <laughs> match or something. But
0: a little bit. Thank you, Patrick. And speaking of Patrick, yeah, he's joining us from the West Coast. How are you today, sir? Hello. Hello, Tesla Nation. I'm good. It's a nice sunny day here. Kilowatt hours pouring down, uh, known as sunshine, <laughs> into the solar panels and into the batteries on the side of the house. It's good times. Yeah, excellent, excellent.
2: I can say the same with my yeah. Wish.com uh, Powerwall.
1: And that, of course, is uh, Casey, who has been, who has been uh, snapping up batteries left, right, and center, filling this house.
2: <laughs> oh no, not are the same start. batteries from before. I just took the rest of them out of storage.
0: Okay. Oh, nice. All right. See, this is this is the nice thing about a portable system. Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to move my power walls. I'll just find <laughs> no, new ones when I get Now, Casey, okay, so yeah. you're,
1: you're going to be stationary for a while. So is there anything that you do differently with the batteries that you did at your previous place that you knew you were going to move in a month or two? Like, Are you stacking them? Are you
2: are you attaching them to the wall? Or are so, they so just let's, sitting let's on the floor? To the, to the circuit panel, they've got a, um, a smart transfer switch. So if the power goes out, a lot of night they transfer over. But you can also pick 10 loads, and then you can program how they go. So I've got them set to match my my power plan. So during the day, they run the house. Well, at least all 10 loads that they're attached to. And then at night, uh, as soon as the sun goes down about 9 o'clock, I have them set to recharge to 80% and just hold that all night, just in case we have a storm or something. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, right before the sun comes up, I have them finished to 100%. They're all LFP batteries, so it's fine to leave them at 100%. But anyway, mm-hmm. I let them go to 100% at that point, and then they coast through the day. And then I just added uh, one of the 400 watt solar panels. I've got three of them. Um, with HOA and all that, so I added one of them on the back porch uh, to the system, and it kind of tops off during the day, and, and I end up with about 40% in each unit by the end of the night. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: Very nice. Well,
2: let's get to the news of the week. No shortage
1: of that, as per mm-hmm. usual, and the uh, first story we're going to talk a little bit about is uh, about this deal that Tesla has presented to the Government of India about a Gigafactory build. Um, Now, we know that uh, Tesla has looked at India before uh, a couple Mm of years ago about uh, putting a a Gigafactory there Uh, and uh, I believe the the plan they wanted to see is was, was there actually a market there first? And uh, that at that time, Tesla said, "Why don't you drop your import tax because it's 100 percent, uh, and uh, get it down to something reasonable, and we can see if people will actually buy the Tesla? We'll build some superchargers around uh, some cities. We'll do some testing." And uh, India said, "No, we're not going to mm-hmm. do that." Uh, so uh, at
2: $600 that dollars to pick up. To pick up
1: so at that point, uh, it all stopped. Tesla pulled out their employees that were uh, doing the testing and everything just came to a stop. But now recently, since uh, Giga Mexico was named, there's been more information coming out that uh, uh, Tesla has interest. Uh, There was a meeting with the president of India, apparently, uh, just a little while ago. Elon met with him. Um, There was a um, uh, there's been a, a few articles talking about how Tesla's going to announce another Gigafactory by the end of this year. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, India is seems to be on the list. Now, Tesla apparently has submitted something to the government of India to say, here's the conditions we need in order to build a Gigafactory in your nation. And here's the stipulations that we require. So this is like any other negotiation. Uh, they're going to be looking at the pros and cons, and and there'll probably be some additional, um, you know, um, giving and receiving and and uh, updating of this uh, agreement. But um, it's kind of interesting. I'm still hoping for Giga Canada. I, I can't I can't say that enough. But uh, if it's India, it's India. I, I get it. But uh, we'll get one eventually.
2: When Did they say they needed a per continent when the original Giga? Uh, Broke ground. I was don't I recall the number. Was it was it four? I, I think it was like three or four per continent. So there's a chance. Yeah. Well maybe so. not they've already got three in US.
0: But <laughs> but not three to make cars. And right. uh, they're also talking to France. So uh, it's not a done deal that it's going to be India. I mean, th- that, France, that's though. anytime you're doing something like this, you want to have multiple people bidding yeah. for it and yeah. uh, take the best offer. So if you thought Germany yeah. was hard,
2: France is
1: gonna yeah. to uh... <laughs> going they, to be something. Yeah. That's they going to be like
2: their They like their uh, their vacations and their unions. And not that there's anything against the union, but if, if you thought the German union was hard... <laughs> Yes. Shit. Yes indeed. <laughs> so
1: we'll see how this goes. And if if any other competitors are going to be thrown into the mix, um, that would be interesting if they uh uh I know that they've talked about uh they've also had a uh another country was I think South Korea, they had some talk about it. There was some talk about it, but again, it's uh like Patrick said, it's it's probably best to have a, a number of horses in the race and and see mm-hmm. uh, see who's uh, running the fastest to pick. So yeah,
2: well, we I shall see. Love that. It's yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now, last week uh, we talked a little bit about uh, putting a poll up. So we ran that poll uh, during the week, and I do have the results that uh, we can share here.
0: So this was Let's... about where Tesla should place its advertisements? Exactly. Exactly. So we
1: asked uh, what was the best place uh, for Tesla to share uh, their money uh, for advertising. And uh, as you can see, we got about 250 votes. And social media, surprising me, uh, got half the vote. Oh, it's a little bit over half. We got television sitting at 38%. Billboard outdoor advertising at one2 That's the low liar and then event sponsor at uh just over 10%. So hmm. that's uh that's where the votes lie. Now <clears throat> I would say if you do social media it has to be something that's you know not Twitter.
0: That's right. not that's
1: <laughs> that's not geared already to Elon's uh fans that uh every, everybody there knows about Tesla. Uh, right. like there's, there's no, like maybe you could go after the older crowd by going to say Facebook, um, or you could, um, uh, you know, pick something else that's more specialized, but, uh, I, I think,
2: uh, on, but I, I don't see Elon. I, Facebook, I
1: think, but... I think, uh, Twitter or YouTube, hmm. um,
0: YouTube uh, and, and like, there's a
1: lot, there's a lot of people doing free advertising for Tesla right now on YouTube. So oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, that the influencers on YouTube are going to help you uh, to spend that money effectively. But um,
0: well, but you can target certain demographics, and you could you, you could uh, put that in front of people that wouldn't have otherwise seen, because all the all the people that you're talking about uh, who are like putting out content like we are, uh, it's Tesla fans that come find this. So yeah, if you put it on, if yeah. you put it on other channels that are doing nothing related to Tesla, and you have the ad there. Maybe that would be more effective, right? Or even just
2: cars. <clears throat> you know, they want
1: to
0: be the You're best right. car in the that's, world. That's
1: that's true. That's true. I didn't think of that. That uh, there is there is a number of different avenues on YouTube where people don't mm-hmm. talk about, you know, uh, Teslas at all. Uh, it could be, you could you could <laughs> certainly. You can certainly find a number of those avenues. Uh, YouTube is filled with every
0: subject you can think of. Ooh, it's hard cool. to believe that there are people that are not YouTubing about <laughs> Tesla. I don't, I don't understand this. Why would anybody talk well, about anything else? Uh, to- <laughs> um,
2: another good idea for them would be, to, if they do YouTube, would be to put it on before and during Fudsters uh, videos.
0: Oh, that would like, be interesting. Like, like uh, they're uh, talking uh, all
2: this trash, and then you show them like the the truth. <laughs> like not like, yeah. oh, fire, you can't go far. Like here's how you plan a trip. I want to go to Disney. <laughs> Boom! Like and it shows you like the the, the trip planner in the car,
0: or right? Windows you in the
2: car using using um uh, pet mode.
0: It's almost a wasted effort to go after people who are anti whatever. Oh, oh right. Not, not, so, not, so not um
2: the, the 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 people who are watching it uh who don't okay. necessarily know and are taken in by all the bull crap okay yeah if you so if it's you,
1: to 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 give people an opposing view during the youtube
2: anti-tesla yeah, you somebody are railing against tesla and, and saying how we should all wear hair sweaters and how it's not good enough and oh we're still mining blah 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 <laughs> and you say all right well here's the mining you would do after you don't need gasoline anymore and here's how it actually works with your car with your, with your pet in the car if, you, if it's good enough for your, your kid definitely good enough for the pet
0: yeah yeah It'll- so I, I don't know if you're uh, thinking about next week's poll, but uh, uh, Tesla throwing out facts is only going to get you so far. You need to get right, an emotional right. response from people. So I, I think they should um, go after more of that. The, all the, the fun things about it. The, and sure they can have, you can throw in those factoids uh, somewhere or have a link for more information or whatever, but um, you need to focus on, you know, uh, uh, freedom to drive, the performance, the thrill, the I don't know, there's this, this, all the things that really sell stuff. The nerdy yeah. stuff, as much as I love really? it, it works <laughs> on me, but I'm a, I know I'm a, <laughs> at the wrong end of that spectrum of uh, for the mass But market. you
1: already have two and you're pretty well maxed out. So
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <Yes. laughs> yeah.
0: uh, fair enough.
1: Well, we're going to go to Patrick next for our next story. And it's about Tesla brand loyalty.
0: That's right. Yes, we were just talking about this. Uh, so hopefully this makes some more. This article comes to us from Tesla Roddy, and it's titled Tesla continues to dominate industry in brand loyalty. And it is written by William Johnson. So there's a new report from Citibank. And they have found that Tesla now leads the automotive industry in brand loyalty by a wide margin. Tesla has surpassed the traditional leader, which is Ford. And they are now pulling away from the pack. So they are further ahead than they've ever been. Tesla has a brand loyalty of roughly 67%. This is 20 points higher than the industry average of 46%. So that means that about two thirds of Tesla owners are likely to buy a Tesla as their next vehicle, whereas with the rest of the industry, it's a <laughs> coin flip. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I always when when they say something like the uh, the industry average is forty six percent. Well, that industry average includes Tesla because it's the entire industry. So, yeah. what's the average sans Tesla? Uh, that would be even more interesting. Um, the the you last line to. here. Um, I thought was interesting that uh, City found that the most loyal Tesla owners were Model 3 owners oh, and wow. that the least loyal were Model S owners. Ah, which when you watch Model S,
2: those old ones broke a lot. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, but those were also the people that were there early. Mm-hmm. So when they say Model S owner, is this like the third Model S owner? Or is this in so I, I'm not sure how the, the yeah, yeah if you have
2: an old model S that needs a lot of repairs as a th- second or third owner, you might not be as
1: or you might be thrilled that you got the car for 30% of what it costs new. Well, there's that, but right. I mean, like
2: the ones that would switch, they might be like, oh man, I'm tired of this. <laughs> or if you were really early, I was kind of in the middle and I went through six door handles on one car, which, again, right. you know, in the, the grand scheme of all the stuff that can go wrong in a car, that's that's nothing but it could have been enough to annoy somebody to try something else. But the very earliest, they might be early bleeding-edge adopters that might have tried out some of the new stuff that came out.
0: Right, yeah. And and Model S is not a cheap vehicle, so there's some no. well-heeled owners, <laughs> so they, they can afford to, you know, oh, I'm going to go try whatever, a Lucid yeah, something, or a, something uh, a uh, Rivian month. or, yeah, yeah. A marked-up number. So they, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, so, yeah, they... That's interesting, though. But the weird thing is, I know there's a lot of Tesla fans who had Model S's and are still Tesla fans today. So I found that interesting. I, I kind of figured that Model it would be. I, I would have guessed opposite that uh, Model 3's is their more affordable car, and that, that 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 would be people who might try the new I don't know Nissan Aria or some other thing for their next vehicle or a Bolt or. Uh, but yeah, this was interesting to see that it's uh, it was not what I guessed it would have been.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, I point. wasn't aware that Ford was the previous leader. That's, uh, that's kind I of mean, interesting too. for if, a brand.
2: If, you, if you look at the F-150 stats, it would be easy enough to, to guess. Uh, but to see it written down. Yeah. I didn't know for sure either.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Chevy uh, has a strong following. So, I mean, that it could have been them as well. Yeah.
1: Maybe. Well, that's interesting. And uh, Patrick's got the next story because we didn't uh, shuffle them correctly, obviously. <laughs> but uh, there's a little conversation here about uh, uh, a certain analyst uh, from a bank that was
0: impressed. Right. So this one's also from Tesla Roddy. is titled Tesla Giga Texas wins over analysts with manufacturing prowess. But there's a catch. So um... there's also a catch. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So uh, someone from Deutsche Bank got to go on a tour of Giga Texas. And lucky them, uh, anytime they do this stuff with the banks, it should be uh, streamed live and available for all of us to see. I <laughs> shouldn't be getting insider information that I don't get. Uh, but that's, uh, that's, that's another rant. <laughs> let's, let's get back to this story. I'm sure uh, your so...
1: appointment's next week, Patrick.
0: Don't worry. <laughs> if, they, if they did it to us...
2: Then Citi
0: then will be suing them. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess it pays to be a, a, a big bank that uh, so could invest a, a chunk of money instead of just. Uh... Anyway, uh, th- that's not the topic of this. <laughs> <laughs> so this analyst, um, Emmanuel Rosner, walked away impressed with Giga Texas, says it's well designed, runs efficiently, and um, they were looking at Cybertruck related projects, that tooling is going on and the vehicles being ramped up. And then outside of Cybertruck, Tesla continues to install more production and manufacturing capacity at the plant. If that makes sense. There's a, a lot of room for them to grow. And so that's not surprising to hear that they're doing a lot of uh, growing at Giga Texas. I'm sure the same thing is happening in Giga Berlin. Um, so this is going to help them get to millions of units, hopefully 2 million this year. And uh, uh, 3 million next year. So the one thing though, there was a drawback. Rosner was concerned in the short term that the economy's not doing well and that this might eat into Tesla's margins in the short term. So uh, it's funny that there's been a lot of focus from analysts on Tesla's margins. And yes, they were down in their last call but they were still ahead of everybody else's. So what does that mean? That means Tesla has pricing power. Uh, so uh, anyway, I kind of find this um, a ridiculous statement when, when we, we've had economic downturns in the past. And um, I'm thinking of like the, uh, a long time ago uh, when dot bomb happened, there was the dot com explosion in the nineties and then it, the collapse in the early two thousands. And um the the strong companies survived that who died their competition. That wasn't in a great place, which then did what opened up the, those customers to the companies that did survive. So if you're coming at this from a position of strength, uh, an economic downturn, yes, it's bad, but it also could actually accelerate and push you further ahead. Uh, so anyway, I view that completely different from this analyst, obviously. Uh, Anyway, so that was the, the, the gist of it. There was one midterm point in here I wanted to... Uh, uh, midterm, Tesla confirmed that it's working on developing two new models of its next generation platform and represents the highest priority at present. So they're working hard on Model Next, uh, which I thought was interesting. And they're targeting a combined five million a year volume on those. So that's interesting. What uh, what are the two that they're working on? Model Next and that same platform for something else? What else is that going to be?
1: RoboTaxi.
0: Yeah, um, although that seems like it would really be the same platform, just different uh, software, whether, whether you release it as a RoboTaxi or sell it at, as an end mm-hmm. uh, consumer vehicle. Uh, so I'm thinking it's got to be something else.
1: Well, it could be the, the sheet uh, was was a van shape, right? right we we had seen a sheet that could be the robo taxi maybe the the taxi that we're thinking of is that it's too small if you've got a a van like vehicle it could double as like an airport pickup it could it could be uh one of these uh, it could be in the las vegas tunnels it could be a a vehicle (laughs) that would allow you to do multiple runs almost like a a, like a uber share type thing Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and have uh, less vehicles, haul more people. Could be, could be a van is the robo taxi. Yeah.
0: yeah, that a van is a really interesting idea because you have one a configuration that is for uh, hauling people, and then you switch, take out those seats, and you have another one that's for hauling goods. That's a, that's a. I think you're right. Partition mm-hmm. and some insulation, and then get a refrigerated container. Yes. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So. Uh...
2: Yeah, so it's um, oh
1: June is in the uh, chat room, and of course June just got herself a Model Y and uh, has been having fun with it, and just got a free trial for FSD for a month. So awesome! Have fun with that.
0: I'm yeah. sure you'll I mean, enjoy. How, how'd you get a free month of FSD? I <laughs> well, didn't exactly you know that was
1: a... what's that. But we but what exactly. do we want to tell June? What do we want to tell <laughs> the beta? About FSD beta, right? What do it we? It is want to tell beta. Him? Yes, yeah. uh, and pay attention. Pay attention. Yes. Never ever drift off and do something else.
0: Be right. Be
1: vigilant uh, in your operation of that vehicle and the monitoring of what's going on.
0: Yes, it's it's getting better, but it's not perfect. And, it's uh, not it, perfect. It does make mistakes. Yep, be careful. That's true. Now oh, here's well, another. Jim, Jim here's the
2: game with the latest download.
1: What's that, KZ? With the download? Said it
2: came with the latest download.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, That's
1: the new month uh, is the option that they give you. Nice. So, uh, and Elon, of course, has said once they get um, once they get FSD down patent and move to the uh, next stage, they're going to give a month free to everyone in North America, apparently. Uh, yeah, to, is uh, this the start of, it of that? Or, no, or it's not. It's not the when start you, of
0: it. When you, it's just a, a perk of buying it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cool. So that doesn't that started officially. So that must be just a perk currently of buying a new Tesla. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, I only got a week. So a month is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another uh, story of interest, and uh, this kind of relates uh, to um, a story we've done in the past. Uh, there's a company in New York City called Rebell, uh, which uh, has purchased basically a fleet of uh, Model Ys that they've modified on the inside to be... To be uh, basically taxis, they've got a driver, uh, they've got the front seat removed, so there's more room in the back uh, for the passengers, and they've got a monitor facing the passengers. It's very, it's done up very nicely. Anyways, one of the um, old drivers does not work for the company anymore has decided that he is suing Tesla for unintended acceleration, and we have this is this is really old news for people suing Tesla for this un unintentionalized uh, acceleration. Just and of course, week,
2: the week before, uh, the guy right. in China who had, like on a million different cameras on CCTV had to apologize publicly. Yeah.
1: And, and <laughs> uh, just happened in Vancouver, Canada, uh, where someone slammed into a ferry dock okay. and said it was the car's fault. Uh, that was just proven that it was not the car's fault. Here's the issue uh, with other vehicles. You can get away with this for a certain amount of leeway. But with a Tesla where everything is recorded and saved and put onto a hard drive somewhere, that's not going to fly because they're going to be able to look at the pedal position. They're going to look at the pedal position before the accident, 10 seconds before, 10 seconds after. They're going to be able to see all these incremental changes to the car. And anyone Mm -hmm. that's claiming that the car took off on them this, this data is going to be analyzed. And uh, I have a feeling that uh, this one, just like the one in Vancouver, is going to be pointed at driver error uh, yeah, because been, uh, yeah. the physical pedals and actions of the car are recorded. And that comes back in the court case where they can prove, here's the position things were in before, during, and after the accident.
2: Yeah, so, and they've been claiming this even before uh, Autopilot came out uh, and, and, and every single time um, Especially in the beginning, they, they'd be like, "Oh, it, it accelerated on its own." And Tesla's like, "No, no, it didn't." And they're like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you did." And Tesla's like, "Are you sure? Because it didn't." And 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 then they would say, "Yeah." And then Tesla said, "All right. In five seconds, uh, the wheels turned at 37 degrees to the left. At, at 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 four seconds, the pedal was applied at 25 percent. At at, uh, at 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 three seconds, the pedal was applied at 100 <laughs> percent." at two seconds there was an impact and, and two seconds after the collision the driver let the pedal go <laughs> yeah I, right. I
1: think i think tesla understood that they're going to have to be a database company uh, from mm-hmm. a very early age uh, especially when that guy said that his battery just caught on fire in his model s while he was sitting in an intersection later it was found out that he discharged a gun and shot it through the battery pack and that's probably <laughs> where the fire came from but uh after that, they probably said, listen, we're recording everything because uh, this is just <laughs> insane. Uh, we've got we've to keep tabs on what's going on uh, to save our name and to prove to people that that electric cars are safe and can be used in all instances. So that's and then there was the
2: that. several incidents that got us the uh, titanium shielded for the battery pack on the Model S Max. Right. Very Those real. were
0: real issues. Uh Getting debris on the road. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. We have the selfie camera in the car now for driver monitoring. But uh, when do we get the uh, uh, pedal cam so that <laughs> we can actually watch people feet and record that and say, "What a Boring camera. That would be the majority of time, right? <laughs> but do we do we
2: even need it? So, Let me um, watch we've the pedal got cam. Sensors on each pedal. Right.
0: <laughs> right. Yes, it, it uh, only records about three minutes uh, and. Uh, whenever the airbags deployed, that's when it stops recording and saves <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah but right right now as it is you've got three sensors on each pedal and and if they don't all agree the car doesn't move it just
0: oh it. wow yeah so it's not a minority report uh, they all have to be they, corum, they, all, have to be. <laughs> yeah. they all have to be in agreement.
1: next casey can you do this story about the cyber quad
2: uh, probably. This uh, is
1: uh, this, of course, is a,
2: a story about keeping hopes alive. Yes. So Tesla has re- renewed their exclusive use of the Cyberquad uh, IP and uh, the trademark, and and so it keeps hope alive. This is not just one of the things that Elon says. Um, yeah. So there hasn't <laughs> been a whole lot of talk
1: about Cyberquad, but then again. When it uh, showed up in the Cyber Truck, and it's taken this long mm-hmm. to get to Cyber Truck production,
2: right? Uh, mm-hmm.
1: probably you don't want to say much about a Cyber Quad. You just know you want to get the truck out there,
2: right? And it's so much right. smaller, you could probably hide it a lot better inside those genovers factories.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. And- so yeah, if you've made thousands of quads with a bunch of angular sheets on them, and you were just waiting <laughs> for Tesla's to expire so you could grab that name and start shipping them. Uh, too bad. You just yeah. missed out. They, you just they lost said a no. lot of money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to drop, uh, you have to come up with a new Angular name uh, because uh, yep. Cyberquad has been renewed for the trademark. Spell it with an I. see, see, back, see if that works. <laughs> uh,
0: Cyberquad. <laughs>
1: Now here's another story that kind of leads us down the path of uh, Project Highland. I would say, is that uh, this notification that was put out there that Tesla's now offering discounts in U.S. and Canada yeah. uh, for Model Threes that are in current inventory, and this mm-hmm. discount is just over a thousand dollars that they're offering on the different vehicles. So it's uh, it might be a sign that uh, there could be some newer Model 3s coming uh, shortly because uh, Tesla does not tend to give out uh, uh, discounts on vehicles that are in inventory uh, unless the there's the something
2: quarter. coming to replace them. Yeah. The only time you usually see that is end of the quarter or right after a uh, uh, an incentive has disappeared just to ease people
0: out uh, so that's still right. continued by. Uh,
2: but just in the middle randomly like this, it's, it's rare.
0: Yeah. Right. So yeah, I think uh, again, I'm going to agree with Mark. I think you've called it twice what, in the what, show. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're you're way better than Russell. <laughs> 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 yeah. I think they're cle- clearing out the pipeline, because if something new or better comes out, uh, it, you and you have this old stuff that's that's obviously not as good. You would have to deeply discount it. So instead, they can do a small discount now, clear out that pipeline, and then announce something new, and not have a bunch of uh, existing stock that they have to mark down 30% to, to get rid of.
2: Especially when it's in your inventory, it's a little bit um, a little bit nicer when they're just in transit. But even then, you got to worry about people aborting an order right in the middle of uh, of the of your transport of it. Now you've got them piling up at the stores anyway.
1: Yeah, so, um, and there was that talk last week and the week before about um, Tesla modifying lines at um, Fremont. Um, yep. So that's another kind of push to, uh, what are they doing? Are they moving, is, uh, on, they're moving machinery around for what reason? Uh, because mm-hmm. maybe the, the process of putting the car together is a little bit different. Maybe there's less parts. Uh, maybe there's something that's going on with the Highland uh, modification on that line as well, so um, that's, uh, <clears throat> uh, I would say that um, if this is a clearing out of the, of the line uh, for the reasons that something else newer is coming, if this is a clean out of what they have in inventory, how long would you suspect that to take? Would it be would it be a couple weeks? Would it be a month?
2: I would just look at their number of days of inventory, which is less than a month and there you go. So you say a month. Way less than a month, uh, whatever the days of inventory is like, is it 14 days, 20 days? Yeah, yeah, this is uh, this so is wherever, a high volume. Vehicle. They apply for changes at Fremont, they also applied for changes at uh Shanghai.
0: Okay, right, yeah, this yeah. is not going to be like the uh Model S redesign where they stop production, and they a year a year and then they waited a year and started it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not with their high volumes, they're not gonna Shouldn't have been it.
1: done with the Model S either, but uh, definitely do not want to do this with the Model 3. And of course, the other thing that is rumored on the horizon is that the Model 3 will come back with possibly the next uh, version of the long range, too. So that's been suspended uh, for this amount of time, uh, and they will have a long range that would be attached as well. So that is definitely uh, what we believe is coming when this Highland does launch. It may ramp, just like everything else, but Mm -hmm. uh, we expect that the long range uh, should be arriving shortly uh, thereafter.
0: Uh oh. So uh we yep, Casey. Casey's gone.
1: Yeah, I noticed he was frozen for a little while previous to that. So we'll skip his story
0: and jump to the next well, one well, as we would. Before we do this one, um yeah, there's a rumor that the highlight the new model three will be stockless. And uh that's right. I'm I'm curious if um one would people want that, and two, do, do our viewers think that's it's really going to be stockless or not? So yeah, leave yeah. a comment down below because I'm curious. Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea for a high volume vehicle or not. Um, hmm. Once it, once it can drive itself more, maybe. But uh, uh, I don't know if it, this is a car that appeals more to the masses. You don't want to have those kind of. You want to have it be comfortable and familiar. But uh, th- those kind of thoughts have never slowed Tesla down, or they would have a normal instrument cluster. So maybe they are willing to do it right i mean <laughs> and, and yeah that's, I love that's the true screen. yeah i love the screen so i mean that they were willing to to throw away tradition and mm. do something new maybe they will but i do have
1: to put up the counter argument which was it's no longer it's no longer um a yoke that comes standard with the model right. s and x so obviously they couldn't push the majority of people into taking that yoke as their go-to wheel. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are a lot of people that as soon as they offered the option of switching back, a lot of people took them up on that. In fact, so many that they ran out of uh, parts quite quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, now they've switched back that uh, you initially get uh, the round wheel that comes with the car and you pay extra if you want the yoke. So I don't know. Tesla can push in some ways. The central screen is definitely an example of that oh mm-hmm. you can't have a speedometer over to the to the right that won't work well yes it does work and it's been mm-hmm. fine but mm-hmm. there are other things that they've miscalculated on as well and i i think that stockless it's tough it's tough patrick yeah i don't i don't think i'd enjoy it um but uh is it because i'm can't change that quickly i don't know i uh, having having the left and right uh uh, indicator on the steering wheel. I think that would bother me, but
0: um, yeah, I'm willing to give it a try. I haven't tried it yet, so uh, but uh, it, going through a roundabout when I know that.
2: Uh, and I think we're getting back. There we
0: go. All right, cool. We're back.
1: I've <clears throat> turned off. No. <laughs> huh.
0: Sorry
1: about that. That was interesting. Um, well, Casey's got our next story. Talk a little bit about FSD and what uh, what's going on with it. Uh, there was a story that just came out this week that will make some people happy uh, because they've been so far excluded uh, from getting that FSD beta. It appears the doors have opened now. Huh.
2: Ah sorry. Oh, I'm voice. sorry to
1: put you on the spot, Casey, because you <laughs> yeah. just rebooted. Uh,
0: I can take it if you want. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, Patrick. Uh, okay, so uh, let me get this over here. So uh, another Tesla store, Tesla Rati, if I can speak. Uh, Tesla FSD beta rollout to new testers resumes with latest update. So uh, this yes. is pretty cool. So uh, after the uh, uh, NH uh, TSA said hey uh you guys have to fix some things in in this program tesla stopped allowing new drivers and i like the way that they called them testers into the program and uh (laughs) take note june that that you're if you're doing this you're you're a tester yes uh it is not a final product and so um i don't know if they say how many people were in the program Um, they don't Right, yeah, which is too bad because uh, there's we've seen estimates all over the place, uh, up to 100,000 people, and now more people will get to join in on this. So the company stated that no new testers will be added to the FSD beta fleet as part of that recall. The recall was quickly resolved, but they did not resume letting people into the program, and uh, we don't know. Why we don't know if it was just uh, the amount of data they could ingest, they had enough testers, uh, or or what their reasoning was. So uh, now that is started again. So if you've been waiting to get FSD beta on your vehicle, this is your chance. If you have a good safety score and it's in a uh, you're in a region of the world that allows this, uh, you might soon be joining the uh, people having fun with it, and it is it has been a blast. Uh, to see with each iteration where it gets better. Sometimes there there's areas where it gets worse, depending on what they were tuning for. Uh, we've talked a, a, several times in here how there were two spots where it, it just did the wrong thing for me, and uh, I was able to report those repeatedly. And now they work great. Uh, it, it knows how to, to to merge where it was trying to do this weird thing, where it would change lanes as it was trying to merge, and uh, but now it's it's working great. So. If if you join the program, you'll get to see these uh, last steps as they uh, polish off all of these rough edges. There you go.
1: Yeah, it's um it's it's good too because uh, on our Twitter feed sometimes we get questions and of course if you want to follow us on Twitter you can do that at the Tesla Life. Uh, but uh, we've we've received questions in the past as to hey I just bought my Tesla where's FSD beta I, I I've gone in and selected I
2: want it when do I get it when do I get it and
0: And All right, back. Casey's back. Yeah, <clears throat> so was that the modem again, Casey,
1: yeah. or uh, that. Is that
2: something else? <laughs> it was like, uh, I plugged it into a different battery, and it, that battery died. Oh too. my sorry, god, back on, uh, th- yeah, oh my it, goodness. It
1: yeah, so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's good that uh, some more people are going to be uh, given this. And, of course, the, the people that have been waiting uh, and not knowing why, well, that's why. is because there was a halt put on it. We weren't mm-hmm. sure for the exact reason after they get those problems updated that the government wanted changed. But yeah, now it is, whole... it is it uh, is there's more being added to the uh, list.
2: The, the reason for the hold after the fix was implemented was because then there was a version mismatch where FSD was on, uh, 2022 version, but the cars were on 2023 and Tesla rarely rolls a car back. Uh, even right. if, even when there's something actually physically wrong, they'll usually just roll you even further forward. They don't like to roll you back through. It's rare. Right. So yeah. they
0: had to get all those, they had to, now that they've made changes to fix the software, they had to make get all that synchronized and in the latest version. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, although, uh, yeah, there's and then once you make a software change like that you have to go through and uh, test it have test it test in shadow mode, make sure it's behaving properly, get yeah. miles on it and yeah
2: and the reason all of us old fogies were able to keep it was because our cars were still on that same 2022 version so 2022.7.11 no big deal but to go from 2023 to whatever down to 2022 it just it, it wouldn't wouldn't really like to happen. yeah right okay. Good, good uh, that
1: they've uh, at least started to roll this out again, and uh, we'll grow the numbers. And of course, uh, uh, if uh, if you have any experience with it, uh, let, us, let us know uh, Did you how guys- you felt. I'm, I'm oh. going to be interested to hear how June finds it. And uh, mm-hmm. anybody else that's new that's received it, love to hear your comments on the system, being that you just started now. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what, what your thoughts are right out of the box when you start using yeah.
2: it. It's it's, it's gonna be a lot scarier when you're jumping in with the car is able to do all of this versus like uh, me and Patrick where we were uh, like as we went in like stuff was added a step at a time added added uh, and so you just kind of get used to it. It's like when I got my Model X, it didn't even have cruise control. Uh, it was a serious regression from my Model X. Uh, uh, my, my Model X two S to the Model X uh, which had the cruise control and lane keep and lane change and all that. Um, uh, I, before I lost connection, I, met, I heard you mention that. Uh, what did I you again? Okay, then nope, you no, yeah, yeah, uh, um, I heard you mention that um, that we weren't sure how many people had it, but uh, we do have a clue in the recall for North America, uh, U.S. and Canada. Uh, we, we at least know the continental U.S.
0: how many people were using uh, using it at that yeah, time. They said the recall affected 362,000 vehicles. Yeah. Uh, so does that mean that that was 362,000 people using FSD beta? Or the it was 362000
1: that had the option of using it if they wanted to.
0: Like it was downloaded, right. yeah. Right. They had that version of the software installed, which doesn't mean they were they weren't actually BB using users. It. it. It does put a cap on it. We know it wasn't more than 400000 Right. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but we don't know where. Yeah, yeah. But, but we
2: also know point. that more people had paid, because even before they put the Halt on it, there were still people on 2023 versions waiting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Very good, very good. Next, we're going to talk about a little trip about across the Pacific Ocean, and uh, a I second shift has a second ship has left uh, Giga Shanghai mm-hmm. uh, on its way to Vancouver, Canada. Uh, apparently, uh, it's uh, with the ship's manifest. We know where it's going, and we know when it'll arrive. And these, of course, are going to be. Tesla's uh, made at Kika Shanghai, sold in Canada. And we've got some additional speculation as to why this is happening. And it's 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 going on at this time because some surmise that because of the U.S. Uh, credit that's being offered,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Tesla is trying to sell as many vehicles made in the United States to Americans to collect the credit. Whereas in Canada, it's not part of it. So we up here in Canada, we get our credit no matter where the vehicle's made. So uh, it it works for Canadians to get a Chinese car uh, and Americans get more cars to be sold in their country and Tesla gets to collect extra rebates uh, because of that. So this may be just because Tesla is trying to maximize the credit uh, system that uh, has been placed in front of them. So uh, that may be the reason that Canada has now started to receive uh, Giga Shanghai cars uh, that it's never done before. So, uh, and that seems pretty logical actually, that uh, that is probably uh, what is going on. Yeah.
2: There's also talk that uh, the Tesla has now started installing BYD blade batteries in some of their LFP cars in addition to any uh, 4680s that might have uh, LFP, as well as what we already saw with, uh, with the cattle batteries, the CATL. Uh, so the blade batteries are, are an interesting development. and um, But again, they they have that same problem of being Chinese, so you don't really want to ship a bunch of them to the U.S. So.
1: Yeah. And, of course... Uh... Uh, The BYD batteries apparently are a little bit better than the cattle batteries uh, when it comes to charging speed. Apparently, the uh, cattle drops off quite quickly uh, from top speed. And the Blade apparently holds its longer, faster charge for a longer period of time. So, uh, Mm. But again, new battery infrastructure in another car that's the same. And you as the consumer shouldn't have to know... You know, what type of battery, is there going to be different rates of charge, for example? Remember, remember originally, uh, the news from Tesla was charge up to 80%, and that's mm-hmm. it, you know, unless you're going on a trip. But uh when the LFP showed up, then it was charge as high as you want, as often as you want. Make sure okay. you
2: get 100% once a month.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All the and, LFPs. <laughs> and then now, now, with BYD rolled into the mix, now the consumer's going, which one do I have?
2: Just like <laughs> you know, there's, you know, Canada
1: <laughs> will now have three different types of batteries uh, within its borders. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of interesting. as Tesla is getting all these different <laughs> batteries from different manufacturers? But you know, there there could be an issue about uh, people knowing what they've got and and how to operate them. Uh, sure. As maybe three isn't the max. Maybe we'll it's have not, five got, as got, time got, goes got, along or got, ten. Got
2: giga, got giga Nevada. And you've got uh, um, LG, Samsung, and uh, I do believe they got one with Sanyo. I don't so, know if all those are going in Model 3, uh, but those are companies they have contracts that they are buying batteries from.
0: Right, but I don't think you have to get into that level of nitty-gritty Oh, no, you as just know if order. you need to charge to 90% if you charge to 100%. Right. Exactly. That's what you need to know. Do you, do I have the ones that I charge to 100% or the ones that I charge to 80% unless I'm on a road trip? And Yeah, I'm
2: mean, car will so, show you. you yeah. You go, is you go it an energy will say trip. If it, it doesn't say trip. Then charge
0: 100%. Right. Exactly. And and uh that's that's so the, the, if you if you want to nerd out and dive into this as a lot of us Tesla enthusiasts do go for it. That's great. But but as for in-consumers, let's let's keep that message simple and make sure that they know just this one thing that I need to do to take care of my batteries. Or if you're leasing it or whatever, just charge to 100% and don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> Those are second-owner problems. it uh, like a, a rental.
2: If, if, if the BYD is one of the 100% or one of the uh, 90%. Yeah, I can only imagine that when you look at other people's LFPs, they don't say charge 100% except Tesla. So I imagine Tesla will also say you charge the BYDs all the way up to. Yeah,
1: and I, I forgot uh, that uh, I actually looked in a vehicle that had LFP uh, this past uh, winter, mm-hmm. and of course their charge screen is a little bit different than my charge screen. So the car I'm knows blind. what it is immediately. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it makes sense.
2: And and uh, if you aren't charging enough to the hundred percent on the on the LFPs, it'll, it'll kind of pop a box. Yeah, you need to charge one hundred percent. How about now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah which is which is ideal the car should be right. telling you about those uh about those time periods so you don't have to remember about it it'll just remind you that's yeah. that's perfect next casey has got a story about i think it's about him really
2: <laughs> <laughs> so the headline is tesla owners drive more than any other ev owners with the model x leading the back study all right so uh we've got a nice little chart here this uh it's coming from Drive Test of Canada. Uh, IC cars, uh, not, not like IC cars, but like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not IC <laughs> cars. IC right. cars. <laughs> 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 looked at data from 860,000 vehicles to determine which EVs are racking mileage faster than others over a three year period. And uh, let's take a look at this chart here. Let me share my screen.
0: I wonder how they're getting the data. Well, no one's uh, pulling data from my car. <laughs> that you know Definitely of oh no, 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 no. <laughs> all right so uh, you'll notice that model x is leading the
2: pack uh, average miles a year 10378 with uh this this would
0: be phenomenal if i could do this this
2: 341
0: miles from. Per <laughs> per well, by this still be epa rating whether or not you can do it <laughs> no that's mine, not what EPA it says
2: that. mine came from the factory with 289 on on the clock and and mm-hmm. then actually would they I told them not to. They did it anyway. Charged it 100%. And it's a 286 on the dash before I immediately changed it to percentage. And uh, it doesn't get anywhere close to that now either. But as, as you all have heard from my adventuring, I still do the miles just like every other Model X, apparently. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> that is nice. Followed up very closely by the Model Y at, uh, at $10,199. So something about these crossovers, something like you know, this family minivan-style vehicle, this crossover, might want to go on road trips. And then you, your model three owners don't, don't seem to be as adventurous, just nine, <laughs> nine, $9960. And uh, then the model S is even less than that because you know they're executives, alone, blah blah blah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the Teslas are yeah. uh, clean sweep on place one, two, three, and four. Uh, next up is the Hyundai Kona and the Chevrolet Bolt. Uh, Bolt, I get
0: that's a lot harder to. It charges slower. Those those people mm-hmm.
1: have to work for that mileage,
0: let me tell you. <laughs> yes. Right. Without a supercharger network, it is really hard to do road trips. Especially uh, when, you,
2: the... when you do find a charger and you can only charge it 50 kilowatts.
0: Right. Yeah, that makes us, parking parking uh, car, I, I don't want to do this risk. again. Yeah. yeah, we took the Nissan LEAF on a few road trips, and uh, it's a lot of work.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, And that 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 the LEAF the was at the most Place expensive. 11, right above the Porsche Taycan. Uh, yeah, I imagine that's the is hard flying hard. everywhere because they've got the money to just... Uh, yeah, don't yeah they, they don't much. take it anywhere. It's just, it's just a, it's a trailer queen. So it sits in their right. garage, right? <laughs> Despite having more <laughs> than double the range of the Leaf, they, they, they have that time. <laughs>
0: right. So, yeah, yeah and, this is funny and, because uh, the think... Model... Go ahead, Patrick. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I, I also have a Model X. Uh, it's a 2016. I bought it new, and it only has 50,000 miles on it. So <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm bringing down the average. <laughs> yeah,
2: both of us are bringing down the range. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's been you know, I mean, they've been 50,000 miles of fun. But uh, <laughs> there are some people that do 50,000 a year, and <laughs> I don't know anybody like that. This
1: <laughs> but uh yeah that's that's kind of interesting and of course uh, the article points out that uh, tesla has two of the main factors that they believe uh drives them uh to people to drive more which is one the vehicles have pretty well the optimum long range of any ev to start with uh, when you mm-hmm. buy the car And of course the second one we all know well is that the supercharger network is basically everywhere you want to go. So if uh, a long trip is in your future, you don't have to think about it. You just get in a car, you tell the computer where you want to go and it'll route you through that uh, mass uh, supercharger network and get you to your destination with no mess, no fuss. That's really three things because
2: you can't really count the routing as being part of the supercharger network. because yeah. As we saw it, on the Rivian, yeah. they actually started including the superchargers in their, in their software. So, what it'd really be is uh, the long range to start with, the fact mm-hmm. that superchargers are everywhere, and then combine mm-hmm. that with the inbuilt trip planner. You don't need to pull out an app, you can if you want to. Uh, right. You don't need to, uh, you just literally say, hey, take me to Disney World. And then there you're going uh, without any prior right. thought. Just, all you need is enough energy to get out of town or to the next charger before you leave town. Yeah, right. the, other, the other bonus is that
1: when you do say that to the trip planner, it takes account everything. So rain, if you haven't gone rain. home yet and charged <laughs> up for the evening, mm-hmm. it's assuming you're leaving now. So guess what? Mm-hmm. You're stopping at a supercharger just outside of town because it wants to get you up to optimal amount of range to get you to the next one. And that's, yeah. how, that's one thing that the three of us know because… We've mm-hmm. driven other EVs for a long time previous yeah. to Tesla, and right. we had to do all that trip planning in our head, no, 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 uh, no. if not with uh, <laughs> pencil and paper, to right. uh, write things down and memorize and, and triple check what's going on and where we're stopping and how long we're stopping and what's plan B and what's plan C. I remember getting into Tesla the first time almost five years ago yeah. for our first trip, and I said, what well, that's it. I just tell it where to go, and that's <laughs> right. it. Yeah. I don't have uh-huh. to plan anything else like I had with my other car. That's it.
2: And 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 then later on, they started planning. Uh, the, like it, it lets you know, hey, you're entering a heavy rainstorm with wind. All right, we're going to change the charging plan. Hey, one of your tires is low. We're going to change the charging plan. Or or hey, that supercharger we were taking it to is uh full. So how about this one on the other side of town? Or or this one that was full is now open. So now this is more optimal. You're going here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 then even if you wanted to. Ignore it because you wanted to stop someplace okay. else. Slow you down. You could stop someplace Dominican. else. <laughs> you you could charge up at that other place yeah. and uh, get to see the site you wanted to see. And as soon as you get back in the car, it says, "Okay, whole new plan. We're gonna re- reshuffle the deck because now you have X amount of miles less on your battery. That'll get you to this point, which will get you to this point." So oh, that was always a yeah, plan by hand. It's but amazing. It it really, plan, is. You redo all of it. Oh, oh man. Here's like it's, uh, it's it's <laughs> something that that we as early EV drivers knew only too well, and we were we were nerds. We were happy to do it, but uh, I remember that uh, I was thinking, "Man, my family would never do this. Like, uh, right. There's there's <laughs> not a chance that one of my daughters would do this, uh, or my wife. They have no interest in doing what I'm doing. Uh, but I had I, I was
2: happy to do it. But no, no, they, they... twenty gallon twenty dollars a gallon gas, they would do it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I don't want every road trip to be a math problem. I was saying, <laughs> told there would be no math. <laughs> right. yes, exactly. With Tesla, there isn't. Exactly. You just tell it where you want to go, and it tells you how to get there. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. <laughs>
1: Well, I think that's where we'll stop tonight's uh, podcast. Right. Uh, certainly, if you've been with us this long, please give us a thumbs up uh, below. If you haven't already subscribed, press that subscribe button. That helps us out immensely. doesn't cost you a dime and really helps us out. We would appreciate that. And if you have a comment on the show, please write it into the comments. We love to see your comments uh, through the week. Uh, so uh, please do so. With that, uh, Casey, what do you got going on this week that you'd like to let the good people know about?
2: Well, uh, we've got some more of this off-gridding and green life. And, uh, then we've got our, our chat on Sunday where we talk about all this stuff. So you can catch us at YouTube.com slash Casey Green, at Casey Green, and um, at one ten Eastern on, um, on Sundays, and join us there for a little while.
0: Very good, very good. And Patrick, what have you got for the folks at home? as always i'm with the oregon electric vehicle association you can find us at oeva.org and i blog occasionally at carswithcords.net i I have one up there right now uh so we were just talking about how we we were in the evs early on and uh back when i first started driving an ev there was no infrastructure to speak of you had to do guerrilla charging you had to find friends dryer outlets and and uh uh I, I knew this spot at the library where they had uh, 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 plugs that were out in the um, lawn, where that they used for uh, tools. And I'm like, I can get some, I can get a few kilowatts there. And uh, so, uh, but nowadays, uh, I just put up a blog post that shows all the spots around the U.S. This is from energy.gov, and uh, uh, so Oregon just uh, recently joined the the rest of the West Coast states in declaring that they would stop allowing new passenger vehicle gas powered car sales in 2035. And so there was a whole bunch of response to that saying, but there's no infrastructure, there's no infrastructure. And that is no longer true. There right. is so much more infrastructure than there used to be. So people who are arguing that either just haven't updated their priors and don't know, or they're arguing from bad faith. So this cool. blog post is to say, here's the data. Go look up your area if you're in the US. Uh, and uh, you can you can say, no, look, here's a map. I, I, when we, we used to do um, uh, community outreach events and uh, Earth Day events and, and uh, National uh, Drive Electric Week, and I would actually print out a map of this uh, state that had all the charging spots on them and uh, had that as a big poster behind us. And uh, now you can just look it up online and, and see for your own area. So check that out, carswithcords.net. Thanks a lot. Yeah,
2: very your good. First, your first TV had a uh, magnet charger, didn't it? The paddles.
0: Yes, yes, and uh, <laughs> um, I, I, so this was—it was a sixty-five-pound uh, charger that I had to uh, charge. That was your, your, your mobile it, connector. It, yes, and and <laughs> uh, it, I had to, and you had to plug it into two forty, and and um, uh, I had one mounted in my garage, and I had one that I had wrapped. <laughs> Yes. So I, the other one I had strapped to a hand truck so that I could wheel it around to get it to the places that I needed to use it. Holy and then crap. it yes. And then I had, I had this massively thick 240 volt extension cable so that I could uh, go to my brother-in-law's and plug into his dryer and throw the cord out and then string it through the driveway so I could charge up so I'd have enough to get back home. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is yeah, a charge warrior. Let me tell you. Yeah. I only had 40 miles of range, and uh, and uh, so yeah, getting around. Uh, you, 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 so yeah, we were just talking about how easy Tesla is. If if yeah, definitely. You didn't work out <laughs> for your mobile
2: charger. Like if that thing wasn't
0: 65 pounds, I bet you they could have got another mile or two out of it. <laughs> That's true. I had to take it with me. So yeah, that lowered my range. Uh, But then again, it meant I could get home. So it was worth it. (laughs) It was was required regardless. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Well,
1: if you haven't already, please uh, follow us through the week uh, on our Twitter feed at the Tesla life. You can follow us on our uh, Facebook feed, the Tesla life, numeral one. And we'd like to thank Patrick for monitoring that. We'd like to thank Casey of course, uh, for making our live presentations work every week. And with that, we will get together next Wednesday and find out what's happening in the Tesla life.
0: I got to say, the future free from fossil fuels. Yeah, let you find all of it. <laughs>